from the Tulsa world. This is the OSU Sports Extra Podcast, sponsored by Albert G's Barbecue. Here are your hosts, Dean Rule and Jawan Lee. Season 3, episode 37 of the OSU Sports Extra Podcast. Jawan Lee joined by my co-host, Dean Rule. And Big 12 Championship game is over. Regular season is over. On to bowl season, Dean. Um, tough loss for OSU, but... They have a they have a bowl game in place, so we will have another game of OSU football. So that that's a positive thing for for OSU fans, don't you think, Dean? I think that is. And oh, speaking of fans, Juwan, you said this is our thirty seventh episode. I would be fascinated Ooh. to know if there's anybody out there who has listened to all thirty seven because we owe them <laughs> a beer or something, Juwan. Um, Shout out to um, them. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. But but to your point, yes, um, you know, probably the outcome. I think a lot of people deep down knew would happen in Arlington, um, but you know that's why you play the game. Uh, OSU kind of falls into the same pitfalls it it fell into throughout the season, and uh, yeah, they, they close out. Well, I guess I guess conference champ isn't regular season play; that's postseason play. But they 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 head into a bowl game. Um, nine and four, which is probably still at the end of the day, a record that uh, they probably had no business even sniffing uh, at the start of the season. You know, so to speak on that 49 to 21, in case, you know, you guys didn't get to see the game. They lost to Texas Saturday. And I found it interesting because when you did the post game pod, I titled that pod, how will this season be remembered after OSU's big 12 title loss? And we had a lot of good feedback in the comment section, um, mostly negative, but you know, it's, it's, it's social media. So that that's how, that's how it goes. But a lot of people chimed in on what they thought this season would be remembered by. And I want to start off by just getting your opinion on that. How do you feel this season will be remembered for Oklahoma State? You know, I think um, I think it largely needs to be positive, right? And that's not me trying to kind of carry water for the program. Um, and I get people were probably upset at the bowl, at the conference championship game outcome. Uh, to those people, I would argue, well, what do you expect to happen? Exactly. Um, and, and yeah, you know, I mean, social media is just negativity and people wanting to, <laughs> you know, throw out some half-baked opinion. But uh, point being, you know, I think I think it does need to be positive, right? I think this, you put a season like this in the conversation of uh, some of Mike Gundy's best coaching work. Right. I think when you look at it as a whole, you probably had Mike Gundy's best and worst coaching performance happen this season, uh, which is kind of funny to reflect on. And and yeah, they had the two and two start. They had the, you know, playing multiple guys at quarterback, multiple guys at running back. That makes zero sense at this point in the year. Uh, it, It was confusing back then. It makes even less sense now. Um, but I think it needs to be positive, Juwan, because OSU has shown, I think, if we look at OSU in the past three seasons, um, and with the way that college football is, I mean, I'll say, Juwan, with the way college football is dying right now, 
in terms of what people expect with the sport, what people have come to know. Like, it's all changing. I guess dying is not the right word, but it, it, it's, it's just changing. And, and I think for OSU to show some semblance of consistency in, in a three-year window, right? You go to two Big 12 championship games, um, depending on what happens in their bowl game, they can win, they can record 10 plus wins in two of those seasons. Um, I, I think it's a little, uh, it's uncommon. And, and and so I think for OSU have been able to do it, even though it was in a super messy fashion. Um, I still think that counts, Juwan. And, and I think you put stock in that. No matter how you got there, that is the outcome you get. And so I think you, you do need to put a little stock in, into what they have achieved. Interesting quote from Mike Gundy. He said it last week before their Big 12 championship game against Texas. And we have it. We have that video clipped up on our website when he talked about and I'm paraphrasing here. But he basically said, you know, he doesn't care if the outcome of the Big 12 championship affects like a possible recruit um, coming to OSU or something with portal, you know, people hitting the transfer portal left and right. We're in recruiting season right now. Do you feel that is the right attitude for Mike Gundy to take with that? And also, do you think that performance might have swayed anybody to or from OSU? Yeah, I doubt that really changes a ton, um, the outcome in the recruiting aspect. And, you know, Juwan, I think it's kind of a lame explanation. But when you look at OSU and what they're capable of, in terms of recruiting players, they're not going to have success getting a bunch of five stars into the program. Um, and so I think to Mike Gundy's point, uh, I, I think it's more of a, a culture thing, right? If somebody doesn't want to be there, they don't have to be there. They want players who want to be at OSU. That that always is kind of the talking point um, from Mike Gundy, from the coaching staff from the players, right? It, it, it's people that want to be at OSU. And that I think is a big part in why uh, they've been able to have that year after year, you know, put together a, a pretty consistent team. Um, and so to his point, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. If, if they're going to lose a recruit over uh, the big 12 championship game outcome, well, Mike Gunny doesn't even want them to begin with. It, it, like, it, It's very much what they've kind of built their recruiting on is, um, if you want to be here, we want you here. If you don't, don't be here. And, and I think that's a pretty smart way to go about recruiting if you're OSU. You know, throughout the season, especially when they were two and two, we kind of talked about the way they kind of set up things. It's a long-term plan in, in place here and not to just solely focus on what the outcome of this season is going to be. But obviously that was back when we really didn't know what this season was going to turn out to be. Um, what do you feel is the long-term plan for OSU? Because you played a team like Texas, who's obviously going to the SEC and in the running for a national championship. So you kind of see how far away you are from that team. So what is the long-term plan, do you feel, for for this OSU program? You know, I think uh, you'll get a pretty good answer based on how they kind of operate in the transfer portal this year, Juwan. And um at the time we're reco recording this, there hasn't been any significant movement of, of players leaving just yet. 
but how they choose to kind of fill in those gaps that that are going to come up through the portal. Um, I think that was, you know, OSU was kind of painted as the transfer portal losers uh, of last offseason. But I think for the most part, it worked out pretty well for them. And uh, I think now that they've got another year under their belt of, of finally embracing the portal and what it's capable of doing for your team, I'd be interested to see how they go about it this year. Um, especially after maybe having some positive momentum behind the program, which they lacked last year. Uh, so, so I think that when you talk about long-term, I'd be interested to see what they do in the portal, um, what they do with this recruiting class, but it, it's all about just kind of stringing together consistency in a sport that is no longer consistent. Um, all right. And so I'll be, so, you know, the big 12, I mean, the big 12 is changing again this off season, you you're adding four more schools um so it's all like the the landscape is just constantly moving around Juwan, and that's why i think it's just so hard for anybody to find consistency did you have any takeaways from their game against texas i know i didn't really ask any in-depth from you know from the game but i figured you know most people kind of assume what the outcome of that game was going to be but far as big picture did you have any takeaways from what you've seen from saturday's game yeah i think at the end of the day this is like it 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 is a flawed osu team like it's there 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 are weaknesses and uh when a team's able to exploit those early the game pretty much is over uh you know i thought it was pretty impressive that they were able to come back against um houston and BYU, but against a team like Texas, they weren't going to be able to. Texas hit the big plays, you know, whatever it was, 662 total offensive yards. Quinn Ewers had broke all kinds of conference game statistics. So, you know, the defense led up the big plays. Uh, the offense struggled to stay balanced, and you just kind of ended up with one of those lopsided losses that OSU's been pretty accustomed to. Or... Not accustomed to, but they've happened throughout the season. So from that, uh, OSU still sits with nine wins right now, um, locked into the Texas Bowl against Texas A&M. Any surprises there? There's no surprise there. Um, you know, I wrote about it on Sunday. When, when Texas did jump into the college football playoff, I thought that might have created an avenue to where OU could move into a New Year's Six Bowl and put OSU in the Alamo Bowl. Um, But OU fell just short of that. So OU goes to the Alamo Bowl, which the next logical step was OSU is going to go to the Texas Bowl, which had kind of become the betting favorite over the past week. Um, You know, I I would have thought, Juwan, there's maybe a, a more exciting bowl game they could have made like i don't think the texas bowl is that uh like super cool of a bowl game especially for a (laughs) a conference runner-up or conference championship game runner-up um and that's not to say texas bowl is a bad ball that's not what i'm saying but you just maybe i don't know i guess i just thought maybe there was something else they could have ended up in and uh, you know, bowl games are kind of starting to lose their relevancy in, in the sport, which I think is just terrible. But, um, yeah, you know, I think it, it, the Texas Bowl, it 
made sense in the moment uh, based on where they were being projected, where they were going to, where they ended up finishing in the conference and uh, against Texas A&M. So it's an identical rematch to what they saw in 2019. Um, it, it's a good bowl game, but I wouldn't put it in like, it's not a new year six, you know, but it makes sense. The, them ending up in the Texas bowl makes sense. I know it's still early right now as of as of recording. This is Tuesday, um, 2 p.m., early, early day. So as Dean said, there's not much movement right now. But are you hearing any names to watch as far as who could be transferring out of Oklahoma State? No, no names to watch. I think it's it's really just about retention, right? Like, um, you know, you, you, you're going to want to see uh, – you know, like honestly, Juwan, like, like, just you want to probably priority number one for OSU is make sure you hang on to Ollie Gordon. Mm-hmm, you keep mm-hmm. Ollie Gordon. If OSU is able to hang on to Ollie Gordon, and that's not me, that's just speculation on my part. I don't know anything. But if Ollie Gordon stays, OSU won the offseason, right? Like, <laughs> there's no doubt in my mind there are teams probably trying to get Ollie Gordon into the transfer portal right now. If OSU is able to keep him, you've won the offseason. Um, you know, and same on like the defensive side. If you can keep Colin Oliver, keep Kendall Daniels, and that's not me saying they're gonna bolt. That's more so like you are good. Everybody knows no coach will admit it, but you are going to have other teams trying to get your players to hop in the transfer portal. Um and that's why it's just like I think it's less about who you get out of the portal, but it's just now it's the yearly cycle of retain your top players. Like Nicholas Martin is going to be super important to hang on to. If they can do that, they can retain most of their talent. They've won the off season, Juwan. So right now we still got, we're still three weeks out from their next game. What's, what's in store for OSU? What, what will this team be doing up until that December 27th game against Texas A&M. Yeah, Juwan, so right now, I mean, it's it's a, if anything, it's, I just called an off week, um, no practices, just kind of letting the players do their thing, kind of decompress from the, the 13 games they just played. Um, and then they would have six practices, eight practices. Um, they're pretty much going to use the weeks leading up when they are practicing to kind of uh, in a spring practice kind of setting of just kind of passing out reps, getting it to to people that need it, maybe letting the starters kind of take a breath um, and just kind of use it for a spring, like a springboard into next season. And that's kind of how I think bowl games have become in a lot of ways. It's not about uh, having a good finish to your current season. It's about setting yourself up with some momentum for mm-hmm. the what would be 2024, right? So, so that's why I think, uh, you know, a game like this is great for OSU to probably throw in some guys that they just want to see what they can do in a game. That's why th- that's what I, I would kind of predict the, the bowl game looks like. And, uh, you know, they're going to be going up against a Texas A&M team that's going through a coaching change. They've got guys hopping in the portal, so who knows what they're going to look like. Um, so I don't want to call it an ex- exhibition, Juwan, but it's a little bit kind of like an exhibition game. <laughs> All right, any final things from Saturday before we move on to some updates from our winter sports? 
I don't think so, Juwan. I think we're good. All right. Well, we still three weeks out, so I mean, we'll we'll find we'll find some things to talk about for sure. Um, Dean, you want to uh, give us a few updates around some of our other sports? Yeah. So let's see. In terms of, let's we'll just start with men's basketball. That's easy. Um, they lost to Creighton, Juwan, down to three and four on the season. That was kind of a game that. Uh, Really could have got OSU season back on track if they found a way to to win. Uh, come up short, they are going to play Southern Illinois tonight, Tuesday night, and then they'll be down at the Paycom Center to play Tulsa on Sunday. Uh, we'll have coverage of that. In terms of women's hoops, uh, they beat Wyoming this past weekend. They will play Texas State this weekend, and then. Uh, Bedlam Wrestling, Juwan, this Sunday okay. in Norman. So I believe we will have coverage of that as well. So for all that stuff, you know, we're, we're starting to kind of transition over to those winter sports. So we'll have all kinds of coverage on that in the next couple of weeks and then bowl game coverage, and, and we're really going to get going. All right, so a lot of lot of fun things to keep you to keep you entertained until that December twenty seventh game against Texas A and M. Um, again, as Dean said at the start of the show, this is episode thirty seven, and we would love to know if anyone has listened to all thirty seven episodes, and if you guys were in on the predictions with us. Like, I would like to know your record on. Did you think OSU would get to nine wins? Is this kind of what you assume the outcome of this season would be? I'm pretty sure Dean would love to know some of your feedback. And I and I would too. Um, but outside of that, any final things, Dean? I don't think so, Juwan. I right, we appreciate you guys for listening to another edition of the OSU Sports Extra podcast. Keep keep in tune to see if we continue with two or we go down to one. We're looking at probably going down to one podcast a week outside of the, you know, the bowl game week, obviously. Um, but again, we appreciate you guys for staying with us for all of all of this season. It was a very interesting season for us and for me being um, first season going through Oklahoma State football season as a as a Tulsa World employee. So that was fun for me. But remember to download our podcast is free. Google, Apple Play, Spotify, wherever, wherever you may get your podcast from. Um, do it. Like, share, comment, download, and we'll see you guys next time.